Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the official podcast of the Wrestling Takeover. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. On this show today, you guys are going to be hearing me talk about the report from Fightful about Court Bauer and his thoughts on the overall WWE product. Also, I'm going to be talking about how I would fix the current product of the WWE. Now, before I get to all those I want to let you guys know that this podcast is based on honesty and creativity. So if you guys love those two aspects, the wrestling takeover is definitely for you. That being said, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Also, speaking of Apple Podcasts and Spotify, be sure to rate the podcast five stars if you enjoy what you hear. Lastly, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, and hit the notification bell so you guys don't miss any future upcoming episodes of the Wrestling Takeover. Make sure you guys go follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. I appreciate everyone that is going to be listening to this new episode. Thank you guys very much. Uh, one of the goals this year is to continue to grow the podcast and make it be well known within the IWC community and the podcast world. So I would appreciate if everyone can go out there and spread the word of the wrestling takeover. Court Bauer, and he's talking about the WWE format is flat crash TV that Vince Russo used to do. Now, the current WWE product right now is under a lot of scrutiny, justifiably so, in my opinion. I think the WWE product right now is not as good as it should be. They have great talents. The one problem with the WWE product, and I keep mentioning this to people, but people seem to not understand where I'm coming from. The creative process of the WWE is very bad. It's very bad, and it shows. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this report from Fightful, and then... I'm going to give you guys my opinion on it. After I give you guys my opinion on this article, I am going to talk about how I would change the WWE from a creative standpoint and making it better than what it is now. Because quite frankly, anything is better than what we're getting right now. So the report says Court Bauer has a major criticism of the WWE curtain product. Bauer is a former WWE writer. That's uh, one of the uh, careers that I'm trying to venture in and be a creative writer for the WWE, but a writer for a wrestling promotion. Nonetheless, I would rather prefer it be in the WWE. So he's a current writer and the current CEO of MLW. Bauer has often expressed that he wants his product to feel, quote, real as he tries to do something different with MLW, Major League Wrestling. The lack of authenticity is a criticism Bauer has of the current WWE product. So Court Bauer had this to say, quote, 
even when I was at WWE, I'd sit in the writer's room and be like, guys, we have to change this format. At the time, we had been doing the same format for 10, 12, and 13 years, going on two decades. It's the same format, Bauer said on Boston Open Radio. Quote, the format of the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, they changed when they were in the 90s. In was the Crash TV format. Now, it's kind of a dulled down Crash TV format, and it's very flat TV that Vince Russo used to do. It's so still essentially the same format. How you open the show, you have a guy do a 20-minute promo, and there is an invisible wall where his rivals sit there in the entranceway and listen patiently as the guy cuts the promo talking about his feelings. This doesn't feel real. The evolution of fighting, you watch UFC and you watch all these big fights. They don't sit there and let someone talk about their feelings and not do anything about it. It feels very har- um, har- um, excuse me, harassed and it feels very the same. Coming from the same voice, coming out of 15 to 20 people's mouths. You have continuously, all of a sudden you shift gears. There's a problem there. The problem is it's very authentic. In this day and age, rebranding a guy and having him have a different name after you established him, it's impossible to not have that pushback. Authenticity matters now more than ever before. If you try to have fake product, the plastic product, authenticity type of product, it's kind of like McDonald's. It's really available that you don't know if you're going to feel good disdaining it. MOW recently filed a lawsuit against WWE over allegedly attempt to monetize the wrestling market and overmine the competition. So there you go. The report comes from Fightful. <sighs> Court Bauer isn't wrong. Court Bauer is not wrong whatsoever in this news report whatsoever. The WWE product is stale. Absolutely. I've complained for many years about how we start off Monday Night Raw, we start off SmackDown, we start off NXT with a fucking promo. Somebody comes out and they introduce themselves and they say, welcome to Monday Night Raw, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown. Same shit. And then they start the promo talking about their adversary. And then the adversary comes out. And they cut a promo. Or if you're in a big fatal four-way or triple threat, the first person comes out, cuts a promo. The second person comes out and cuts a promo. So on and so forth. These scripted promos are ridiculous. WWE does not feel real. They have no authenticity. And they have zero excitement on their product. Plain and simple. And so after reading that report and agreeing with everything Corbauer said, it's kind of hard to disagree with the guy. I'm going to take the rest of the show and I'm going to give you guys my honest, in-depth, and real feelings on the current product of world wrestling entertainment. I understand not a lot of people are going to agree with my points, but please listen to what I have to say. I would really appreciate it. The WWE product right now is struggling. I have no notes here. After reading that news report, everything else that I am going to say for the rest of the time that I'm recording is all from the heart. It's all in my mind. I'm passionate about this. 
I love the WWE just as much as everybody else does. The problem is not a lot of people speak up about the product. They don't really have opinions that I would say are respective criticism of the product. It's always, oh, they're doing great. Let's give WWE their flowers. Okay, we'll give WWE their flowers when they put on an actual great product. And right now, I watch the same thing everybody else is watching. There's a difference between having a different opinion, but then having an opinion that is fucking ridiculous and doesn't make any sense. I seen a news report today about NXT. NXT and how that product is completely going downhill. I am going to talk about NXT and that product and what's going on over there tomorrow. Most likely, I'm leading towards doing that. So I will keep you guys up to date if I'm actually going to come up here tomorrow and talk about the destruction of NXT because there's a lot of news regarding NXT. But this is about Monday Night Raw and this is about Friday Night SmackDown. You know, I don't want to say that I have all the pieces to change the WWE product. I was at the gym today, this morning, and we were talking, me and somebody, about the WWE product. There's somebody out there in the gym, one of my close friends, and he is a fan of my show. He listens to me. He never misses an episode. And he said, you know, Jordan... I wish you ran WWE creatively. I said, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. He's like, nah, man, you really have great creative ideas. You really know what you're talking about. And you are really honest, you know, with what you see and what you hear in regards to the WWE product. I said, I appreciate that. I am very passionate. I am very loyal. I love the WWE. I really do. I know from talent alone they have the best talent in professional wrestling now i would actually say aew has that now but wwe used to have that they don't really have that anymore because they released all of these wrestlers which i still don't understand why they did that because you look at the product right now you do not have a lot of roster depth you don't give anybody an opportunity You don't know what these people have if you don't give them an opportunity. Let's look at Monday Night Raw. Let's look at Friday Night SmackDown. The format of these shows need to change ASAP. They got to change ASAP. You kick off Monday Night Raw with somebody coming out, cutting a promo, and then somebody else comes out, their adversary, and then they go back and forth, and we either have a match or there's someone else in a feud. They come out, they cut a promo, And then we have some sort of triple threat one-on-one or a taxi match that begins the show. Same thing. You don't kick it off with a promo backstage. You don't have a fight backstage. You don't kick it off with an announcement. You don't change it up. How about you start off the show with somebody being interviewed during a sit-down interview? Start off with the show being different. The feel of the show is awful, man. It just is. It's the same thing. Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown look completely the same. Change the way the shows are run and the way the shows look. 
Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown should look completely different from one another. Bottom line, they should and they're not. And that's one of the problems. The format of the show needs to change. Let's talk about the WWE pay-per-views. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. I'm over here trying to educate everybody. And I understand we all have different opinions. But even those people that are really loyal to WWE, I'm just as loyal as everybody else. I'm not different from everybody else, man. So let's get that straight. I'm real and I'm passionate and I'm very creative when it comes to talking about the WWE. I want the WWE to be great. I want WWE to be must-see just as much as everybody else does. And they have the capabilities of doing that. It's just that the upper management is fucking dirt. They don't know what they're doing. They have no creativity. They have no passion for the world of professional wrestling. That's why they're in the back and all these other promotions are in the front. From a business standpoint, they're doing great. But I'm tired of people in the IWC community that are going on social media and having this perception that, oh, business-wise, WWE's doing great. That doesn't need to be a concern to you. Your concern as a fan should be creative. What you're seeing on weekly WWE TV. Again, not everyone's going to have the same opinion. There are actually people that enjoy what they see on WWE TV. And that's great. That's really great. I'm not here saying everything on WWE TV is terrible. But the vast majority of it is terrible. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I could add Seth Rollins to that and everything he's doing. To me, they're the only thing that is holding the WWE down. Simple. The ratings continue to go down and go down and go down. And it sucks. It really sucks. You know, WWE loves to insult our intelligence as a fan base. There's a lot of people, I guess they love their intelligence to be insulted. Not one of those people. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to speak the truth. And that's what I do on my show. I speak the God's honest truth, no matter if people agree or disagree with me. Court Bauer was speaking facts. Court Bauer, you know, let's go through the let's go through the article. Let's go through the article, man. Because his points are completely valid. Nobody in the IWC should disagree with what Court Bauer says. So when he talks about the format from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s, they changed where both by the 90s, it was Crash TV. Now, it's kind of a dulled down Crash TV format and a very flat Crash TV that Vince Russo used to do. What is he talking about by that? He's talking about, in my opinion, that the Crash TV is being described as these fucking same promos all the time. They have no authenticity. They have no realism when you watch these TV shows, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. The Crash TV, that's a negative connotation in my opinion. Crash TV, 
You have no plan. You have no creativity. You don't know what you're doing week to week. You don't know what these wrestlers are going to be doing on a week to week basis. Long term booking. You have to have long term booking, man. I understand there's injuries along the way. I get it. Trust me. But you need to have long term storylines for where you want to go and where you want to take your storylines. They don't have that. They really don't have that right now. And it sucks. The roster is fantastic. It really is fantastic, man. Let me talk about some things that I would change about the WWE product. Let's start with the scripted promos. (laughs) Scripted promos need to be changed immediately. Now I get it. I get it that not a lot of people on the main roster or in WWE in general, they don't want to be able to go off the cuff, as you will. They want to be, you know, they want someone to hold their hand, you know, when it comes to cutting these promos. But at least give them some leeway into being authentic and being real in these promos. Because none of these promos from anybody, you know, Roman Reigns is doing great on the promo. Paul Heyman's doing great. You have Seth Rollins doing some great work on the promo. But there's really no one besides Roman and Paul Heyman. And I could say Brock Lesnar because everything Brock Lesnar says, it feels real. Brock Lesnar, uh, Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, outside of those people that have authentic promos, everybody else feels scripted. And I know there's majority of these wrestlers that would not want to be scripted. There's no way. Would you ever script CM Punk? I don't think CM Punk would want to be scripted. Would you script John Cena? Would you script The Rock? Would you script Stone Cold Steve Austin? Would you script Triple H? Would you script Edge and Randy Orton? I don't think so. I don't think so. These pro wrestlers and these promos are terrible. Besides, you know, the people that I generally feel that don't get a lot of um, attention on their promos. They do their promos themselves. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, right? Seth Rollins, I feel like, you know, his promos are hit and miss. They're hit and miss, but I would say ultimately he's a good promo. You know, you got Edge, you got Randy Orton, you got John Cena, right? Those promos feel authentic. You know, I want to say the Miz promos feel authentic as well, but his promos are scripted too. I'm not saying throw scripted promos away. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you need to give these wrestlers some bullet points, and these bullet points are a description of this is what I need you to say these three bullet points. And outside these three bullet points, I'm going to trust you to go out there and run with this. Make it your own. Make it your own art piece. That's what needs to happen. Plain and simple. So these scripted promos can still be around, but only be around for the people that want it. If you don't want scripted promos, 
You need to give them bullet points. And these bullet points are a description of what you need to really go out there and say. And you need to illustrate this. Outside of these points, you go out there and you create this magic. You go out there and you create this promo segment. You go out there and you try to make the fans be invested in this storyline, in this character that you are trying to portray. So the promos need to be changed. Another thing that needs to be changed, it's the way these WWE pay-per-views, they got to go. They have to go. You know, these gimmick pay-per-views, they got to go. They got to go. Money in the bank does not feel the same. Don't get me started with Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell needs to retire for a couple years. These gimmick pay-per-views, they need to go away. Get rid of it, okay? What they need to do is, and I've said this for years, and people agree with me. They see where I'm coming from. The whole format of the pay-per-view model needs to completely change and needs to be altered. This is what I would do to make these pay-per-views must-see TV once again. The $9.99 stuff is gone. The $9.99 crap is gone, okay? Peacock, you're not putting that shit at $9.99. I'm obviously being a realistic here. They are on Peacock, okay? So that's how it's going to be. But the pay-per-view calendar that I would do is January, the Royal Rumble. February and March, you build towards WrestleMania. You have two months to build towards WrestleMania. Or what you want to do is you can actually have February be that month where you build towards WrestleMania. All of the focus is on WrestleMania. You get to March, you got WrestleMania. You take the rest of March off. These wrestlers go away. They have their break off season for professional wrestling. Now, I understand that is not realistic. I completely get it. But let's make it possible. Let's make it possible. And then you get to April. The first week of April, you know, you have the WWE draft. Now, before you get to April, towards the end of March, you start promoting You start hyping up the WWE draft. Make it have a sports-like feel presentation. You have drafts, right? You can have, you know, trades along the way throughout the calendar year. You have trades is what you can do. So you come back and you have April, the WWE draft. Themed shows need to come back. Themed shows need to come back for the WWE. You have theme shows that start in the month of April. Okay, you have a theme show for one of the brands. You build towards that show. And then you get to May. You have a theme show for the opposite brand. June, you have a pay-per-view. You have a pay-per-view in June. Now, what is that pay-per-view? You could have the Great American Bash, something along those lines. Great American Bash has implications 
for July's pay-per-view. Okay? July's pay-per-view is the king and queen of the ring. You have a king in the king and queen of the ring tournament. But before that, you have qualifying matches on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Is that and that is the emphasis of the Monday Night Raw show and the Friday Night SmackDown show. That is taking precedence. Okay? You get to July in the King and Queen of the Ring tournament. The main events, the winners of these two tournaments for the men and the women are the co and main event of SummerSlam. You heard what I said. So, those two winners advance to SummerSlam in the co and main event. You get to SummerSlam in August, right? September is a themed show for one of the brands. And that themed show would be Clash of Champions for whatever show that's on, on the USA Network or Fox. October is a themed show. Halloween Havoc for the opposite brand on that month. While you're in the month of October, you hype up. You build up towards Survivor Series. So you know how I mentioned in the beginning of the year, you tease Survivor Series here and there. That adds on to that pay-per-view for Survivor Series. And you have implications. You have importance for Survivor Series. I hear a lot of people, you can do this and that for Survivor Series. I don't care what you do. Just make it feel important and make it add on to the Royal Rumble. Here's where I come in with that. The winning team for the men's Survivor Series team and the women's Survivor Series team. You can do a couple of things. You can have the winning team get early entry into the Royal Rumble. They could pick whatever. They literally can go into the shoe or whatever, you know, a ball or whatever, and literally pick a number for whatever number they want to draw in. We obviously can't see it. They just show their expression, and then that's it. Don't give it away completely. So they get to pick whatever number they want to get, but they don't show, you know, what number they draw in, okay? So you have that. While also, you can also do that, but you can also do this. The winning team gets to have a fatal four-way or whatever, and the winner of that, you get to be in the main event, and you get to go after uh, whatever championship you want to go after at the Royal Rumble. Do something like that that you add the Royal Rumble implications to. Okay? So you have that. I would rather go with my first idea, but the other idea is not that bad either. So that's in November. December. This isn't going to happen, but it's possible. You could take another break, a Christmas break, for the holidays, for the pro wrestlers to go out there and hang out with their friends and their family. The month of December is a, I don't give a fuck what happens in professional wrestling in the month of December. And that's coming from me. I never watched pro wrestling in the month of December. There's nothing that goes on in the month of December in professional wrestling. Bottom line. So I usually take a break from professional wrestling in that month. We get to January. You got the Royal Rumble, and you restart. That's what I would do. 
for the pay-per-view schedule. Let's talk about the championships. The championships are an embarrassment. All these championships in WWE, except for the Universal title, are fucking trash. They're trash. They look trash. They have no prestige. And it's sad. It really is sad. I would change the championships and the way they are designed. Now, the United States Championship, I would keep. The Intercontinental title, I would keep. But you need to change the Universal title. You know what I would do? I would reintroduce the fan favorite World Heavyweight Championship. I would bring that back. And I would put that on Monday Night Raw. And the WWE title is on Friday Night SmackDown. The tag team titles need to be completely changed. All these championships need to look different from one another. Some of them are on Monday Night Raw. Some of them are on Friday Night SmackDown. Change the way the women's titles look. Change the way the tag team titles are looked. The Intercontinental Championship is a workhorse championship. Bottom line. They can main event on Monday Night Raw. The United States Championship can main event a Friday Night SmackDown. Bring back prestige with these championships. Because if not, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Like I said, the brand split is not ending. But you know what? The women's championships, you need one women's championships. Again, this is what I would do. You have one women's championship. And you change the way that title looks. You introduce a mid-card women's championship. That title floats between Raw and SmackDown. Same with the women's title. I'll get to why I'm thinking about that in a second. The tag team titles need to be completely altered. And you have one set of tag team titles. And they float between Raw and SmackDown. Speaking of the tag team division, you need to merge the tag team division. You have you have like zero tag teams on these brands Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Merge the tag team divisions. That will mean that you have a lot of tag teams and make the tag team division feel important again. All right? So you got to do that. The women, get rid of those women's tag team titles. You are putting teams together for the sake of putting teams together. Get rid of it. It does nothing for nobody. You have that mid-card championship. That floats between Raw and SmackDown. You merge the women's divisions. Same with the tag division like I just said. That's what I would do. That is really what I would do, man. Give people opportunities that have not gotten opportunities. And like I said, you don't know what these people have unless you give them an ample opportunity. These are just things that I would change with the WWE. Long-term booking, right? Have a blueprint on what you're going to do. Sketch things out. You know, Vince McMahon needs to trust his writers. And Vince McMahon, quite frankly, needs to get out of creative. You need to get out of creative, man. You're ruining these shows. Now, WWE does some things that I like. They do. I'm not 
hating on WWE. I'm just speaking in terms of the creative process of the WWE. And right now, in my opinion, I'm not a hater, okay? I'm a realist, all right? That's what I do. I'm creative. I'm the king of creativity. That's what I do. And I'm telling you now, creative is awful in WWE. And when you fix creative, everything else is going to fall into line. Simple. Oh, but the creative is not that bad. Listen, if you have that opinion, why are the ratings going down? Or if they're not going down, they're literally staying at the same place. They're not moving up. They're not moving down. They're literally at the same spot. You know what that tells me? You're not doing your job correctly. You're not creative. Your job description is creative. You're not being creative, so something is seriously wrong. Bottom line, there's no pump with the WWE. WWE is not must-see television, man. It's not about having social media. It's not having about all this other stuff. The creative process in WWE is awful, and it needs to be changed. Simple. If you think WWE is great, if you think WWE is all sunshines and rainbows, listen, I don't know what to tell you. That is incorrect. It's your opinion, but I completely disagree with you. Court Bauer, the CEO of MLW, is coming out and saying the product of WWE, it is embarrassment. But then you're going to go out there and say WWE's must-see TV? You're wrong. You're wrong. Because Court Bauer is over here speaking facts. While you're over there lovey WWE and saying that they don't do anything wrong. Come on, man. You guys got to start speaking up. And that's what I love to do on this podcast and on this platform. That's all I got for you guys today. I appreciate it. I love every single one of you that agree with me. I love everybody that disagrees with me as well. We're all wrestling fans at the end of the day. We all have different views and opinions when it comes to talking about the product of World Wrestling Entertainment. Again, follow me on Twitter and follow the podcast on Instagram. I'm really aiming to gain a bigger following this year. And that's what I'm going to have to do, man. I got to be consistent. I got to be creative. And that is what I did today. So if you guys also missed any future episodes of past episodes, excuse me, uh, please check them out. I would really appreciate it. I love all the support. And I will see you guys, I don't know, maybe this weekend. If not, I'll catch you guys on Monday for a new episode of the Wrestling Takeover with Monday Night Raw. So hopefully I, I am able to come up here tomorrow and talk about the news regarding NXT because I got a lot to say. But if I don't do it, then I'll just see you guys on Monday for Monday Night Raw. I'm the king. I'm signing off. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. You guys take care.